1: TDN fantasy listeners, do you want to win some money in weekly fantasy sports this year? Well, check out our friends over at Owner's Box. You can join their latest contest for free by using the code DREW9 that is, Drew9, as in Drew Breeze, and you can win some money today. We've talked in the show about how much money I was able to win in their week one contest. You can join in on the fun now, win some money of your own by going on ownersbox.com or downloading the Owner's Box app on your device. Make sure you join and get your lineups in today.
2: Welcome into the TDN Fantasy Podcast. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner, Jake Arians, and I will share to you the words that were uttered right before the pre-show in which I said to Jamie, hey Jamie, do you like your rankings for this week on the show? And he says no. Everything about this week sucks. So, that is the way I'm going to intro the Waiver Wire Tuesday edition of the show, week seven, Jamie's rankings on the show. Tyler from Owner's Box scheduled to join us at the tail half of the show. So, that is how we are going to intro the show here today. But before we get into these lovely Waiver Wire rankings for week seven, got to tell everybody about our friends over at Bet Online. They remain your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Believe Fifty. That's B L E A V five zero to receive your bonus from ba- from basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC to your Vegas, for your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available in the two thousand twenty one season. Bet online where the game starts. Okay. I have them up here, gentlemen. I have the week seven waiver wire rankings, courtesy of our friends over at fantasypros.com. That is what I'm using uh, to break this down. We will start with the quarterback position.
1: Yes, we will. And it is a interesting week uh, between injuries and six teams on by. Uh, the drop-off hits very quickly, uh, and there are going to be several of you looking for quarterbacks this week. Uh, there are really only two names to me that pop out, uh, and that's Tua Tonga Valoa and Jameis Winston in terms of waiver wire potential pickups for this coming week. Uh, don't love either of them, but they're both kind of in my top fifteen this week. Tua comes in at thirteen against in a home matchup against Atlanta. Jameis Winston gets to play that. Uh, terrible Seattle secondary in Seattle uh, on Monday night. So, those are two guys that are probably widely available. I believe they are both available in 70% or more of fantasy leagues right now. That if you need some help with the position, they're top 15 options. They're not ranked as QB1s, but they're probably the best you're going to have this week if you didn't have a backup quarterback already on your roster. Um, I know another name that's on this list is Trey Lance. I don't think he plays this week. I think Jimmy Garoppolo was starting for the Niners this week, so I I would not spend fab budget on Trey Lance if he's available, if you need somebody for this week.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. I think the Niners went back to the the drawing board on the bye week, put Jimmy G back in. What about Mac Jones, Jamie? Another guy floating around out there that's not owned in a ton of percent of leagues that – you know, kind of got a lot of hype after one throw last week. Give me give me your Mac Jones love. Jamie's, yeah, Jamie's like,
2: face while you were setting that up was so good. He was like, not really. He's, got, that's a good
1: why I help it. he's got a good matchup because he's playing Chris's Jets. But like he doesn't put up big fantasy numbers. Like really none of these rookies are putting up any significant fantasy numbers of note. Uh, so uh, No. Uh, he comes in at QB 21 for me. I think you're going to have some better options. Now, again, as I always say, if you're in a 2QB or Superflex league and put six teams on by, every quarterback has to start for you. Uh, but uh, no, I, I would say in most scenarios, guys that I would I would pick up Jimmy Garoppolo and play him, I'd play Carson Wentz, I'd play Daniel Jones. Um, I actually might even, you know, I'd I, I play even Taylor Heineke this week even after two eh, weeks over Mac Jones.
2: I will tell you this, uh, Jamie. I have the game logs for Mac Jones up. His high point of the season was seventeen point nine fantasy points in the Week Four game against Tampa. When he played the Jets earlier in the season, seven point four fantasy points. So, it so is-
1: on that note, Chris, I, I think this is important for in terms of context. So, when I'm looking at quarterback, like the average number uh, of points allowed and stuff per week, and and I try to weight it from last year to this year, you the average is around nineteen and a half points. So that is your average. Now, that is over the course of an entire season for every quarterback out there. But essentially, is 20-plus points on a weekly basis, and it's just not something we've seen from Mac Jones so far.
3: And not one of these guys is projected to have 19 points.
1: Well, and and that's going to be the thing. Like, So actually, that's a great point. So let me pull up, if you wouldn't mind in indulging me, Chris, I want to see how many players I have this week projected to go over 19.5 points at the quarterback position. Please.
2: They're your rankings. Uh, I right have ahead.
1: 10. Ten quarterbacks this week in my projections, and it's Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Matthew Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan, and just sneaking over the threshold is Sam Darnold. Like those are the only ten players that I have uh, that are projected to score more than the average QB one this week. So uh, it gets bad pretty quickly. Uh, and even then, like you start to look at like, is Ryan Tannehill and Matt Ryan guaranteed 20 point guys? No, they have got good matchups, but they're not get They're clearly not guaranteed 20 point guys. Neither one is averaging even 19 points so far this season. So uh, it is uh, it is rough out there this week. Which Cleveland
2: running back are we suggesting everybody to pick up? Is it going to be the Ernest Johnson? Is it going to be Demetric Felton? Where are we going with the
1: running backs here on the waiver wire this week? So I have a hot take on this. Oh, boy. Neither. I'm not picking up a Browns running back. Um, I'm willing to look foolish on this. Uh, I don't think either Dimitri Felton or DeAndre Johnson are particularly good. Uh, I don't expect them to get a ton of work. I don't think this is going to be, oh, well, Chubb and Hunt. Well, by the way, Chubb's not guaranteed to be out. Hunt is. But uh, I'm assuming Chubb is out, but I guess there's still a chance he could play. Uh, but I'm just even if both those guys are out, I'm just not assuming they're going to run
3: the same game plan because neither one not of these to mention can execute. Their quarterback might not play. Both their tackles yeah. missed the last game. And, and I guarantee play. play four days later, I just yeah, it is not looking good for anything. Yeah, I, I just
1: here's the thing: it's possible one of these two guys has a decent game. Do you feel confident in putting one of these guys in your lineup and
3: just rolling with it? I don't. For, like, a, I for a Thursday night the, game,
1: yeah, I have them both ranked no. in the
3: 30s. Like against what could be a good defense, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I haven't I been, don't... but they can be.
1: I just I don't love it. Like, I'm not I'm not excited to pick up either one of these guys, Um, because if Chubb doesn't play this week, I imagine Chubb's going to be back in 10 days. So you're literally picking these guys up for one game. If I had to pick up one, I guess Demetrik Felton, because he's going to catch some passes. And if you're in a PPR league, he could have a higher point total. But I I, I honestly, I think I'm sitting this out for Cleveland. I'm willing to be wrong on this because I don't feel comfortable playing any of these guys right now.
2: All right, do we feel comfortable in picking up anybody here on the waiver riders? Anybody stand out to you? I thought maybe the Cleveland backs would be a good place to start, but anybody else? Not really. I'll be honest. Yeah, it's with you. not a great group. Um, this week.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know I've been asked about Rashad Penny a little bit. Your favorite, your favorite good. player
3: ever. I can I tell you the answer to that one was hell though. No.
1: Like And by the way, and Collins hasn't been ruled out for this week either. So if Collins plays, he's clearly going to be the lead until Carson comes back. I don't know. I just don't think – just, I'm just not a big fan of picking up players I just don't think are good. The Brandon like, in suspect the world, roles.
3: They don't excite you? Listen,
2: somebody picked up Brandon Bolden on this show a couple of weeks ago. It hasn't worked out well. He, he got dropped
1: this week. So,
3: What about the Tariq Cohen coming off the pup against the Bucs? I need to see
1: boy. it. Yeah, yeah, I need to see it. Because I you think Damian Williams is going to be back, and Herbert's been been good in his role. Like I still think we're out like, again. he was a heavy focus in Matt Nagy's play calling, but we haven't seen him in Bill Lazor's play calling. So there's just a lot of a lot of questions for me. Like I By can't the start way, any coming of off
3: cards. a massive injury.
1: Yes.
2: So all right, wide receivers are interesting, and again, I said this at the top. I'm using the, I'm looking at the Fantasy Pros waiver wire rankings just to give us names to discuss. The top three names on this list are three names that we've talked about in weeks past on this show to the point where I'd be surprised if you listen to this show if they're available in your league. Darnell Mooney, Rashad Bateman, and T.Y. Hilton are the top three names in, in for the waiver wire rankings this week. i got to tell you, I know in both of my leagues, none of these three guys are available. I, I am not able to pick any of these three guys up. If they are available, I think you run to the waiver wire to make claims on all three of these guys.
1: Yeah, I, I think, look, I, Darnell Mooney's, I think, his, is rostered in half the leagues or some of these guys who 45% are 45%, according
2: yeah. to Fantasy Pros. Uh,
1: Bateman, I think, is worth picking up. T.Y. Hilton is definitely somebody I would pick up and consider uh, for a potential flex spot in this game. Caught all four of his targets for 80 yards in his performance uh, last week. Uh, some other names that, again, we've mentioned this on the show before, but guys like Amon Ross St. Brown, um, you know, even. Uh, uh, Jamison Crowder, A.J. Green, like some of these guys we've talked about before. Marquez Calloway coming off of uh, a bye week this week uh, for New Orleans in a good matchup. But there's honestly, I mean, it's a lot of the same names that we're kind of recycling. Uh, the only maybe semi new name, um, if you ha- weren't paying attention, was a
3: guy like T.Y. Hilton. What about Russell Gage, Jamie? Coming off a buy not owned, owned in 6% of leagues what I'm looking at right now. Something like I'm
1: that. intrigued by that. I want to see him and his role and what it looks like. Uh, but I, th- I do think if you have, it's a tough week to pick up speculative guys just because of so many people on by and so many people hurt. But he's definitely somebody I've got a star, uh, like a gold star pass to kind of see what's going on.
3: I right, love Gene. what I saw from Rashad Bateman the other night. Yeah. As much as they're throwing it, he looked good after the catch. That was his first game. Not a ton of points, but I like what we talked about a couple weeks ago. Grab him early, sit and wait if you can hold him. That's a guy that is very intriguing, as good as Lamar's throwing the ball. And I, I think he's going to – I mean, they, he got a ton of snaps right away as soon as he was healthy. That bodes well for the future, as, much, as good as they're throwing it. All right, Jamie. The floor is all yours. Tell the people why
2: they need to pick up Ricky Seals-Jones as their tight end this week. He's the top
1: of the tight end waiver wire, owned in 25% of leagues. Because he never leaves the field. Like, Literally does not leave the field. He is the Najee Harris of tight ends. Um, Look, he's on the field constantly. Uh, Taylor Heineke likes to throw to him, likes to throw to tight ends in general. He has had back-to-back highly productive fantasy weeks for you. He's going to be productive again this week. And really, there's nobody else you're going to want to claim on waivers. Like, I'm not sure how much money I'm throwing on O.J. Howard because Gronk should be back soon. Like, other guys like like, uh, Arnold and Fryermuth are going on by. So, like... If you need a tight end this week, it's not pretty uh, if you need waiver wire. But Ricky Seals-Jones, still somehow available in 75% of leagues, according to FantasyPros.com, absolutely needs to be the top tight end waiver wire priority.
2: Can we talk about Dan Arnold? Because he's fourth on this list, and I I certainly was intrigued by the uses that Jacksonville had for him uh, in the London game, and they clearly are going to use him as an option in this uh, rotating door of pass catchers in Jacksonville, I think is the best way to describe who on a weekly basis catches passes for Jacksonville. I think it's an interesting name to look at.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's the guy he's finished inside the top 25. What or top 20? Like twice this year. I mean, among tight ends and he's going on by like, ah, whatever.
3: Evan Ingram is still only owned in 33% of leagues. Like this is the time we all are not huge fans, but when the rest of that locker room is banged up as bad as they are, Sterling Shepard's the guy, this is the time where he's going to get 10 targets. I think they're gonna have to throw it. That's not a that's not a terrible one if you're if you're hurting and you guys want to buy to pick up for a week. While he's healthy, it looks like he is at the time being.
2: Before we get into Jamie's rankings that he's so excited to share with everybody this week here on the show, gotta tell everybody about our friends over at Prize picks the easy way to play daily fantasy daily fantasy simplified. Listen, it's pretty simple. You just pick two to five players and an over under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's not you against anybody else. It's just you against the projected numbers. They have a ton of stats to choose from including yards receptions touchdowns fantasy points and more. I think my favorite part of this is they allow mixed sports entries so you can have LeBron James in there with the NBA starting up pretty soon and then have a Patrick Mahomes related projection or statistic in there that you want to bet so you can mix sports. They offer every sport you can think of. NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. They have an award-winning, easy-to-use mobile app that is available on both Android and iPhone, so just check out the App Store, or the Google Play Store. These entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. We got a deal for you. If you use the code TDN when you deposit and sign up over at Price Picks, you will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So check out Price Picks, the Apple Store, the Apple App Store, or the Google Play Store. All right, Jamie, here we go. The quarterback rankings for week seven. And I will share it with everybody that you had, you had messaged me uh, as you were doing these rankings, and you were like, I don't like this. I have Tua as my QB 12. Now, he has finished his QB 13 here on the rankings as of this moment, so we moved down uh, one spot. I think the interesting thing to note is you have Sam Darnold up as QB 12, Jameis Winston up as QB 14, Teddy Bridgewater up at QB 15. Those are a couple of the names that stand out to me. Where would you like to start?
1: (sighs) I wouldn't. Um, (laughs) It it just Like I said, I I read it off to you earlier. I only really have 10 quarterbacks that I would consider – at or above an average fantasy point total this week, so it's going to be rough. But to be fair, everybody's dealing with it. You can only play the quarterbacks that are out there, and odds are some of you are going to have a top quarterback against an opponent that doesn't have one. So uh, I guess to me the the big talking point is Aaron Rodgers gets a nice boost this week up into the top five against uh, really a, just an absolutely abysmal Washington defense defense. Uh, otherwise, it's kind of like you're in this mix now where some of these guys that have been in the middle of QB2 range, like Matt Ryan and Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, Sam Darnold, are all inside of the top 12 this week, uh, as at least, given them, given what you have available to you this week, solid starting options.
3: As much as I hate Tua sitting there, I mean, he's playing Atlanta's defense. Yeah, There's a good chance he throws for 300. He just does it by throwing it seven yards at a time. If you like the
2: quarterback rankings, you're absolutely going to love the running back rankings this week. <laughs> Cordell Patterson running back seven. Antonio Gibson running back ten. Don't know if he's even going to play this week. Chuba Hubbard running back eleven. Darrell Williams gets into the top ten as running back nine. Jamie, did you uh, – this is not a knock at the rankings, but at one at one point when doing this, did you just put up a dartboard and said this is how I'm going to decide the rankings this week? Because it certainly feels like that's what I would have done if I had to rank these names.
1: I probably should have. I mean, let I me, mean, let me, let me, you mentioned some of this, thing, but like Darrell Williams at nine, James Conner at 16, Mike Davis at 17. Uh, I mean, Devonta Booker, a top 20 running back. It's just like, it's ugly like this. It's just bad this week. Um And, and by the way, like you said, we might not even have Antonio Gibson uh, and there's a couple other players here that may or may not end up playing in the, in this week. So uh, I guess the key is just survive if you can. But some of these waiver wire pickups over the last three or four weeks, the Daryl Williams, the Chuba Hubbards, the Devontae Bookers, are all guys that I think are clear must starts this week. Um, even against a, a tough Tampa defense, I would start Damian Williams if he's active. Hopefully he'll be more involved in, in the pass catching game coming back because obviously you're not going to run on the, on the box. But, uh, and normally, again, this would be a guy that would be ranked as a running back three in that matchup. But who else am I going to rank above him? Like, it is really, really rough out there. A um, couple guys that, again, that are a lot higher than they would normally be that you will really need to pay attention to. I think Leonard Fournette is a must-start. He's a RB13 for me. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, again, RB11. Daryl Williams, RB9. Uh, and then guys that could be, you know, guys that kind of watch out for. Again, Alex Collins, injury. Antonio Gibson, injury. Uh, Could push even guys up like, you know, J.D. McKissick or Rashad Penny or DJ Dallas into the top 30 type of territory. It is it is brutal out there. So if you're having trouble figuring out what to do with your running back situation, uh, you're not alone. Uh, Trying to rank 50 running backs this week was hilarious. Getting down to some of these names that I think are going to score like two points in these matchups. It's just, it's bad. I guess the only other name I want to throw out to you is, again, guys like Mike Davis and James Conner that have been usually kind of on the fringe of fantasy relevancy, I think, are both top 20 backs this week that you should have no fear starting.
2: Can I make a note real quick? And we've talked about it, and I think this show is in agreement on it, but I think it says a lot that even with with the bye weeks, with the injury questions, with the underperformances from a lot of people, Miles Gaskin finds himself outside of RB2 territory. Even on a week like this, he cannot he's find He's got one himself- game. No, I don't know how
3: he's going to be used. Playing the Falcons.
2: I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying this is a great example of <laughs> if he's not getting in now, I don't know what it's going to take for him to get back into the, to our good graces as a as a top uh twenty-four running back. Uh Jake, anything else you want to get here before we move to Yeah, episode? where do we
3: have Eliza Mitchell there, Jam coming off? Oh, the right rise. he's right in front of Miles Gaskin, right there at twenty four. So we're expecting a very mixed backfield and a good indie front seven. Pretty much.
1: I mean, I, Shanahan's not has not shown an indication that he's going to give a lot of work to just one back, like it's just not happening. I'd like him to, but Trey Sermon's going to get involved a little bit too, and it's just, it's not great.
2: No. Wide receiver. This feels a little better, Jamie. This feels a little better. I like where this is. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver one. Devontae Adams, two. Cooper Cup, three. Debo Samuel, up as your wide receiver four this week. Uh, you have Cordell Patterson as wide receiver six. Antonio Brown makes the top ten for you. Um, trying to l- look at maybe some other. You're big on. You're big on Corey Davis this week. Uh, you have him all the way up as a wide receiver twenty four. Uh, any other big names that you want to talk about here as I very quickly scroll through your rankings for the week?
1: I don't love it as much as you do. I mean, the top no, of no, it no, looks no, no. normal.
2: Yeah, I just it just looks better. I didn't say I love it. It just looks a little bit better than the previous two groups. We talked yeah, about. I
1: mean, look, the, the top looks more normal than the rest of it, but it, it, the depth of quickly quickly falls off, which is why you see guys like that. Uh, Jalen Waddle comes in at twenty three. Like we have this mix right here from twenty three to twenty six is probably emblematic of how high these guys are based on where the depth of this position with injuries and bye weeks this week. With Waddle at twenty three, Davis at twenty four, Galladay at twenty five, if he plays, Allen Robinson at twenty six. You're not loving – you're not feeling like super comfortable with any of those guys, but given their matchups and given who else is on by, they're, they're kind of solid options there. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, I mentioned at 32, I think needs to be in that wide receiver three flex conversation this week. Um, otherwise, like it's – it, it kind of falls off a cliff, but uh, Russell Gage came in at 47 if he plays this week. I think that's a name that Jake brought up earlier. That becomes interesting. We shot Bateman at 50. So some of these guys, like you could fill out your lineup if you need to. It's it's kind of like where running backs, it, you had just it's a massive devoid of talent. Uh, and here it's just kind of the middle class that kind of got wiped out this week, where you kind of feel like that guy you're starting at wide receiver two or flex could go off, but you can make an equal argument that they're gonna be like a five point player.
3: Jamie, I uh, I bought low on a guy that we loved coming in. That a slow start, missed time for personal use. Calvin Ridley coming back off the bye. Sometimes that's like a fresh start for guys. Yeah, great matchup. That did that. Dolphins defense has been getting lit on fire by everybody. Where do you have Calvin Ridley this week coming back?
1: Uh, I have him at wide receiver five. So I I'm I'm buying back in. I, look, I'm a believer in the talent. He's got some extra time off now. Uh, the Dolphins, I believe, I just checked this morning, allowing the third most fantasy points per game to fantasy wide receivers this year. Uh, I, I expect Calvin Ridley to be heavily involved again. At some point, you want to bet on a player's talent, and Calvin Ridley's one of the most talented wide receivers in the NFL. Matt Ryan's looked a lot better lately. Like you said, extra rest, kind of a fresh start. So uh, obviously people are are, are starting him no matter what, but I would start him with confidence as the top-end wide
3: receiver one. Yeah, I didn't tell you guys about this lovely trade that I pulled off yeah let oh. us know. samuel it? tyler boyd sam darnold and mike davis for aaron jones and calvin ridley that's a win I Was for very you. thin at the running yes. back position that's a win for you yeah, and i was definitely. like i think i just made myself a whole lot better but I'm, I'm exactly what you just said we all love aaron jones if he stays healthy which he usually does is fine but i'm betting on the fact the falcons are going to throw it a ton and calvin Ridley gets back in the mix the last group that we have to talk about here on
2: the show, the tight end position. The names at the top shouldn't surprise you. Kelsey, Andrews, Waller, Pitts, Hawkinson in that order, one through five. Uh, Zach Ertz makes his debut as an Arizona Cardinal on this list as tight end 10. Ricky Shill jones as uh, tight end 11. And Hunter Henry rounds out the tight end ones as tight end 12. Anything else that you want to talk about here, Jamie? The disrespect to Tommy Tremble putting Ian Thomas one spot in front of him, you clearly did that just to troll me. That's what that
1: was. Well, Ian Thomas has been a better fantasy player.
2: No, but just the one spot in front of Tommy Tremble, that was definitely a direct troll to me.
1: Yes, but it's also accurate, so it's (laughs) not my fault. Uh, So tight end isn't as bad this week, Um, so you still have a lot of your top options here. Like the tight end one territory looks a lot like it has before. Uh, I guess a couple things of note, Mike Gisecki, tight end 9, love this usage, has a good matchup as well, and I'm glad to see that his usage carried over from Jacoby Brissett to Tua Tonga-Valoa, uh, Ertz 10, Ricky Seals-Jones 11, Hunter Henry I really like this week. I kind of wanted to put him higher than 12, but this is kind of where he landed for me. I think he could have a really big week, somebody I'm, I'm looking at uh, in owner's box and, and on DFS this week. Uh, you know, I'd be willing to buy back in a little bit on Tyler Higby. He came in at 13. Uh, their backup tight ends now out for the year, it looks like. And, and Higby played a lot more snaps last week, has a solid matchup against Detroit. So I would not be surprised if Tyler Higby has a spike game. So if he's somebody that players have uh, – uh, your league mates have dropped, uh, he's an interesting add for this week. Uh, otherwise, like it's just kind of like – Evan Ingram at 17, like he's a guy we saw a little bit more from Cole Komet. But uh, you're not going to be – I mean you're always scrambling a tight end. Uh, in most weeks, but I don't think you actually, this is the one position that I don't feel like you're scrambling for in the same capacity as the other three positions we
3: talked about for this week. I love the Zach Ertz thing. We didn't talk about this. I mean, this is a, I think it's a huge move for the Cardinals. I, that's an upgrade regardless of Max Williams gets hurt or not in the way that they run that offense. Yeah. I think he could have a really big rest of the season. He's an, I think he's owned a lot, too many leagues just off name value when he was in Philly, but I think he has a a chance to be really, really good in this offense, especially if the Cardinals do have an injury That we've talked about that they haven't had so far. I'm really interested. I mean, now he's got to pick up the offense, get out there and play, all that kind of stuff. But I don't think it's super complicated what he's going to be asked to do. I'm really intrigued by that one moving forward.
2: That's it. We're done here. We got through it, Jamie. We got through waiver wire rankings we got through your week 7 rankings that I know you're going to change 6000 times uh before uh, the end of the week just like you're going to change all of your owners box lineups for the week about 6000 times before games kick off on Sunday uh, we'll catch up with Tyler from owners box next week but you guys know the drill by now we talk about it every week head over to owners box check out the super flex contest take Jamie's money really is what I'd like you to do I'd like you to go over there play in the contest with Jamie and beat Jamie and take his money that's that is what I uh, chris schubert of this show would like you to do so go out go over and check owner's box out today jake where can everybody follow you on social media
3: jake b arians on twitter arians nfl on instagram jamie i ask you the same two questions follow me at
1: jamie eisner on twitter and at jamie eisner tdn on instagram where you can find me and at the draft network on instagram on friday five thirty uh east excuse me 4 30 no, p.m boy. eastern uh, and for answering all of your fantasy questions, owner's box questions, start, sit, whatever you need to know, you can ask there.
2: Uh, TheDraftNetwork.com, underneath the fantasy tables, is where you can find all of Jamie's rankings as they are updated throughout the week as news and as Jamie changes his mind on some of these players. They get updated over there on the site. You can follow me on Twitter at SchuRadio. S-C-H-U Radio. You can follow the show on Twitter at TDN Fantasy. We're back Sunday night to recap week seven of the regular season. We will talk to you then.